T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, let's get this thing going. It's a football Friday. The Steelers are in the playoffs. Who would have thought that three weeks ago? We got so much to talk about. It is the Cook and Joe Show. Starkey's under the weather today. Texted me at like 3.56 this morning saying that whatever he had yesterday, and he was having some trouble yesterday, some chest stuff, I guess, uh, and said whatever he had has blossomed, and he was going to go to the doctor this morning, and I wished him well. And uh, I said, I'm going to be fine to talk sports with everyone out there on such a great weekend. I can't wait to get started. I'm going to check in with Tyler Kennedy at the bottom of the hour. A little hockey talk, a break from the football. What a great game last night. I was at PPG Paints Arena uh, for that Canucks-Penguins uh, game. Vancouver, a really good team. First in the Pacific Division, second overall in the league. Rick Tockett, uh, GMJR, Jim Rutherford. Brought a really good team back here to play the Penguins. Jumped out to an early 2-0 lead. Led 3-1 after 1. Mike Sullivan uh, pulled uh, Nijelkovic for Jari. Jari was terrific uh, in net. Gave the Penguins a chance to come back. Of course, who brings them back but Sidney Crosby. Uh, Two goals. He scored one in the second, one in the third with just 28.2 seconds left to tie the game. And force overtime. So the Penguins get at least a point out of it. Uh, Jari couldn't stop Elias uh, Sanders, uh, Pe- uh, Pe- Pedersen on a breakaway in overtime, and the Penguins lose. But uh, they did get a point when it didn't look like they were going to. Um, Vancouver, can you believe it was uh, 24 and 0 and 0 coming in when leading after two periods? Well, now they're 25 0 and 0, but the Penguins certainly gave them. A lot to think about. Crosby with his two goals. Passes Mike Bossy uh, with 574 goals. Now to rank 22nd on the all-time list. Sid uh, only trails uh, next on the list. Mark Recchi at 577. So Sid is only three behind him. The way he's going, it might happen this weekend. Uh, The Penguins hit the halfway point of the season in Carolina Saturday night before coming back home to play Seattle. But it was a great game last night. Jari was terrific. Uh, Gave him a chance to win. 19 saves before the overtime goal. uh, And the Penguins get a point out of it. These loser points make it tough to catch up in the standings. The Penguins, despite getting a point last night, 6th in the Metro, 10th in the Eastern Conference. They're not the only ones that got loser points last night. New Jersey did, Detroit did, Toronto did. 
it's uh, tough to catch up in the standings when you get loser, loser points out there. So we'll talk to Tyler Kennedy at the bottom of the hour uh, about all that, Penguins. and But this is mostly going to be a football show. Uh, we got some games uh, tomorrow. Obviously, Cleveland and Houston get it started. And then Miami is at Kansas City. Then the Steelers-Buffalo, the first game on Sunday, followed uh, by uh, it, it's uh, Detroit and the Rams. Uh, Detroit, excuse me, uh, Green Bay and Dallas is the 4.30 game on Sunday. And then the Rams-Detroit at 8 o'clock on Sunday night. So we're going to get started. A lot of football talk, as I said. And the weather, again, is the dominant story here, both in Kansas City uh, and in Pittsburgh this week. Uh, Pittsburgh for Steeler fans who might be going to Buffalo. What are they going to find there? What's the game conditions going to be like? Kansas City, they're saying it's going to be below zero temperatures at night, uh, negative into the negative teens with wind chill. Good luck to Miami dealing with that. Now, you know, I'm not a big believer that these teams are that much uh, that Miami would have no chance because of the cold. I mean, they have guys that played in college at cold weather sites, maybe some that grew up in cold weather sites, but it's just going to be a nasty, nasty, nasty weather. And then uh, obviously on Sunday with the Steelers in Buffalo, they're talking about potential heavy snow, wind gusts. We had a a weatherman, a meteorologist on from uh, Buffalo yesterday, going to try to hook up with him again later for the latest today, but just said it's going to be nasty conditions. And I got went down the rabbit hole to find some of the uh, coldest games. Obviously, the coldest game in history is regarded as the Ice Bowl at Lambeau Field, December 31st, 1967. The NFL championship game between uh, Green Bay and Dallas. Kickoff, minus 13. Windchill, minus 48. Can you imagine sitting out in minus 40? You see the pictures all the time of uh, Bart Starr sneaking for the winning touchdown. And then the Cincinnati-San Diego game at Riverfront Stadium, uh, minus 9. That was an AFC championship game. Minus 9 temperature, minus 59 wind chill. I, I don't know. you got to be crazy to sit out in this weather. They say it's so cold that your beer will freeze. And uh, who wants to have their beer frozen? Not me. Uh, so those are two of the games regarded as the coldest. I don't know that we're going to get to that in Buffalo. May get pretty close to that in Kansas City for the Miami game Saturday night when they're saying negative teens for wind chill. Then I got to thinking about the Steelers' coldest games, at least the ones I can remember. And I go back to the AFC Championship game after the 2004 season against the Patriots. That was 11 degrees at kickoff. That's one of the games that the Steelers felt like the Patriots cheated them. I can still remember Tom Brady dropping a couple beautiful passes in that game, but it was frigid. And and everybody I talked to, all my buddies said, when the Steelers were winning, it didn't seem like it was that cold. When they were going to lose, it was almost unbearable. So that one I remember very well. And then the coldest I've ever been remembering is walking into Cleveland Stadium on December 10th, 2009. That was a Thursday night. Um, it was 15 degrees, but the wind off of Lake Erie just made it absolutely brutal. I remember Ben Roethlisberger didn't even come out on the field to warm up. He warmed up uh, in the tunnel underneath. 
the stadium, and uh, it, it it was it was brutal. I mean, it's the coldest I've ever been. Now, the uh, Franco night uh, last year, Christmas uh, Eve, was really bad. December twenty third is my daughter's birthday. It was even worse. It, the wind chill was that was minus fifteen or whatever it was. That might be as cold as I've ever been any time. And then the Steelers. Raiders game on uh, Christmas Eve, the Franco night uh, retiring his jersey was pretty cold too, but not as much as December 23rd. But this December 10th, 2009, I'll always remember that maybe as the the coldest I've ever been walking just from the parking lot into Cleveland Stadium. Steelers lost that game, by the way. It was their fifth loss in a row, and that prompted Casey Hampton to deliver one of my all-time favorite quotes. I walked up to him afterwards. There was a fifth loss in a row, and Hamp looks up and goes, this bleep is a wrap. And they made that the headline on the Post-Gazette. I'll never forget that the next day. This bleep is a wrap. They missed the playoffs that year, despite I think they won their final three games. But uh, in any case, those are the cold-weather games I remember. This will be this will be up there, this game. Obviously the one in Kansas City, Miami-Kansas City Saturday night, but the Steelers-Buffalo game as well i would love to hear from anybody who's thinking of going uh or anybody who sat out maybe at that afc championship game or last year on franco night against the raiders you know what possesses you to go out i mean can you i guess you can dress warmly right um have all kind of layers right but uh i don't know i don't think i guess i'm too old but i I don't I, i just can't do it i can't even imagine sitting out in those conditions. I'd love to hear from you. If you if you have done it, what keeps you going? I guess uh, antifreeze, right? You, you lubricate before the game, and maybe you can get by a little bit. Uh, but it, it's, just, it's just too cold for me. But in any case, uh, give me a call, 412-928-9370. If you are planning on going to Buffalo, when are you going? I'm going up tomorrow morning with Jerry Dulac and Ray Fittipaldo, my colleagues at the Post-Gazette. I'm scheduled to come back with Jeff Hathorne uh, after the game and, and Sean McCullough, a good friend of ours, after the game Sunday, maybe get out of there by 7 or 7.30 on Sunday night, and I'm worried about how we're going to get home. You know, what are your plans? Are you going to go? What keeps you going when you sit out there like that? 412-928-9370. That's also our fan text line. It's brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates, a personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. What keeps you going? You know, I mean, isn't it better to be in your living room? Your bathroom is right there. The refrigerator is right there. Your beer isn't going to freeze at all. It's just not. It's, it's much more comfortable, and plus you see the game better. But I get the communal element of it, right? People want to be a part of these games. That's why they go. That's why they go to all the games, why NFL is so popular, uh, obviously on TV with the betting and gambling and fantasy football. But people want to be part of the communal element. You know, they want to be a part of something uh, that's that's bigger than all of us. I, I, I go back to the 1970s when the Steelers won those four Super Bowls. And I'll never forget what it did for our city. It brought it together. It didn't matter if you were white or black. It didn't matter if you were young or old. It didn't matter if you were male or female. Everybody was hugging everybody in the stadium, even on the streets and the bars. 
uh, because the Steelers were winning and, and, and it gave us something good to feel about ourselves at a time when the steel mills were dying and, and things were bleak around here. We had the Steelers and they brought this town together unlike anything I've ever seen. And there was the communal element to that, uh, which I'll never forget. Uh, and I'm assuming that's part of why people still go to games. They want to be a part of the action. Maybe they don't see the game as well. Maybe they have to pay through the nose for parking and concessions um, and tickets. But they want to be a part of it. It's so much easier to watch on TV. I get that. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. That's why uh, if I wasn't going to Buffalo myself, now I'm lucky I'm going to be indoors inside the press box on Sunday. I don't think I would sit outside. But I certainly admire anybody out there who does. 412-928-9370. After we talk to Tyler Kennedy at the bottom of the hour, I'm going to get into my ways that I think, you know, I don't like the Steelers' chances. I'm going to say that up front. Uh, I don't like them even covering in this game, and I know the line is big. It's minus 10, and I'll give my reasons for that. But I also want to look into reasons why that they might have a chance. Uh, and we'll do that after we talk uh, to Tyler Kennedy. Um, it's uh, it's just going to be a tough assignment in Buffalo. You know, they're minus 10. Steelers are 10-point underdogs for a reason. Buffalo's good. And everybody thinks that the weather might be a neutralizing factor. Yeah, the Steelers can run the ball maybe better than Buffalo. Hey, but let's face it, this isn't Josh Allen's first rodeo in bad weather up there. The Bills have played in it. Uh, routinely uh, over the years and know how to deal with the cold and the wind. The wind is the hardest part. These guys can sit on their uh, heated benches with their jackets on and maybe avoid some of the cold, the frigid cold, but it's just going to be hard to deal with that wind. And Buffalo and and, and Josh Allen certainly uh, know how to deal with that, I would think. But uh, it's going to be an interesting day. It's going to be an interesting travel day, getting there, getting home from there. And I know there's going to be some Steeler fans going, I'm sure. I, they tell me there's seats online you can still get uh, for that game. I don't know that the Steelers are going to overtake the stadium the way they did in Vegas earlier this year, the way they did in Houston, the way they did in Seattle. I don't know if that's going to happen, but uh, – I think there's going to be some Steeler fans there, and I'd love to hear from you if you're planning on uh, going. 412-928-9370. Sean, you tell me we have a call. Sean Myers, don't call me Seth on the other side of the glass. 
We have a call there. Yeah, we got uh, multiple people who want to chime in uh, about either their previous experiences or maybe they're heading up. Well, uh, this tell Sunday me who well. we're going to talk to. We're going to talk to Christine in Pittsburgh first. Hey, Christine, how are you? Hey, how you doing? Well, I guess I'm not as good as you. You sound pretty chipper today. I'm excited. I'm going to the game, man. I am like so hyped. Twenty four seventeen Steelers. I'm a diehard Steeler fan since 1974. Well, if you're going to be sitting out in that weather, you are pretty much yes. of a diehard. I, I, how do you even I dr- how do you even dress for that? You just um, wear your ski your ski clothes, and that's it, man. You just go at it. I'm like I'm. I don't know. I have just. I'm just so excited. I don't know. The heat just like just pours off of me. It doesn't even matter. <laughs> it's just to be there. You know what I mean? How we got in there in the first place. It's amazing, you know, and, you know, uh, bless my mother up in heaven, man. She says, I know she's telling me, go, 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 go all the way. She she loved the Steelers. Oh, my God. Well, Christine, safe trip. She, tri- never, went any, she never went to any games. She never went to any games. But, man, she was yelling, hooping, and hollering. And, her, and she was 93 when she passed. God bless so she's her. She's a diehard, too. Yeah, so you're not going or are you going? Oh, I'm going, but I'm going to be sitting inside, not outside. I, I, I don't That's think okay. I, I don't think I'd sit outside, but I'm looking I'm looking forward to it too. Thanks, Christine. Safe travels, okay? Safe, yeah, you have a great day. Safe Thank travels. You. Go ahead, Sean. Who else do we have up there? All right, we are going to go to uh, Taylor coming from Keys Rocks. Hello, Taylor. How are you? Hi, God. How are you? Good. I'm actually photographing the game, so I'll be down on the sidelines where it's extra cold. Well, good for you. Uh, who are you yeah. shooting the game for? I'm shooting for the Steelers. So I actually have shot multiple games in multiple freezing temperatures, and I was at Baltimore last week. So I, I was, was going to say, how did you deal with Baltimore <laughs> from a, a photographer's standpoint with all that rain? might have been even harder than the cold, right? It was literally the most miserable game I've ever been a part of. So I have seen it all. But, uh, yeah, it, this should be nothing compared to Baltimore. All right, Taylor. Safe travels up there. Just be careful Likewise. now. Just be careful. Thank you. I appreciate it. Sean, we got one more? Yeah, we're going to go to uh, Jerry in Ross Township. Hello, Jerry. Good morning to you. Ron, how are you? Good. What's up? Hey. I remember going to the Steeler games on Saturday night in Cleveland. I remember those too. And uh, those were some real, real, real cold, real cold nights. Okay, whether and but what I had for you, Ron, is given the uh, wind conditions in Buffalo. You having been there, you know, you know if the wind goes north to south or east to west. Given that, how important a play would the coin toss be here? That there's a possibility, you know, that you get the. Uh, wind to your back in the fourth quarter yeah i mean that's all going to factor into it and I, I don't know if it's swirling winds i mean i don't know that it's ever just east west north south um but you're right i covered the game in 1982 terry bradshaw was two of 13 for i believe uh six yards uh three yards if i'm not mistaken for uh, a couple interceptions it, it's awful up there that wind and they're saying it could be 25 30 miles an hour with gusts up to 50 that's hard, yeah. man. You better be able to run the ball because you're not going to be able to pass it, right? Absolutely, absolutely. That's for the game plan going in, and hopefully they can sustain it. Thanks, Ron. All right, Jerry. You talk about some of those uh, Cleveland games. I do remember they played Saturday night uh, at Old Municipal Stadium uh, in Cleveland, 
And I, I remember I was a kid then and watching Jim Brown and Frank Ryan, I guess, who just passed like last week, the quarterback uh, of the Browns. I remember those games. And some of them were played in bitter cold. I guess when you're on the lake, uh, you know, like Cleveland is, I always call it the mistake on the lake. Uh, it's it can be extra bad because of the wind coming off the lake, and the same thing in Buffalo. The lake affects snow. It's just that that Cleveland game, that Thursday night game. I'll never forget that. How cold it was. I can still remember talking to Ben afterwards, saying he thought it would have been counterproductive for him to go out and warm up outside because it was so frigid. He, he thought he'd be better served to stay underneath the stands. Well, the Steelers did nothing in that game. I think they lost thirteen to six. I want to say. Uh, we'll see. Hopefully things will work out uh, better this week. Four one two nine two eight nine three seven zero. Sean, we got another one? Yeah, we have Ben, who apparently has a Bob Pompey any story. All right, Ben, I don't know if I want to hear it, but I guess I'm going to be dangerous this morning. What's up? Uh, it's, this is a good one. So, you know, to this topic, um, when I was younger, I was all about the cold weather games. And I think, you know, the atmosphere, the just the camaraderie, feeling in the trenches, whatever, um, totally would, would put up with it. I was at the 2010 AFC Championship. You were talking about beers freezing. Like, I literally remember my beer freezing over multiple times. <laughs> um, but as I've gotten older, I, I really have gotten to the point where I just, I don't, I don't want to put up with it. And so what I do, I'll usually make one game a year. And then a couple of times a year, I'll go down and I'll just tailgate with buddies and kind of soak in the atmosphere that way. And then I'll go home and I'll watch it at home on my couch, comfortable, beers right there, bathrooms there, kind of do a hybrid. And uh, so last year, I went down and I was hanging out with friends, having a, you know, at the tailgate. So I leave so I could try to make it home before the, the game. Is this a, is, was this a Christmas Eve game, the frigid night then? No, it, it actually wasn't too bad, but it was it was rainy. It was I want to say yeah. it might have been late October, November, and it was rainy in the morning. That now, can be miserable leaving, too. There's no doubt. Absolutely, and uh, so so I'm walking, and I'm going to walk across the bridge to uh, to get over to the point. And I'll usually like call an Uber from there, or um, you know catch the tea, whatever. And as I'm going on the bridge, there is none other than Bob Pompiani walking up at the same time as me. And, uh, you know, super nice. We struck up a conversation, but I'll never forget this. And my friends always make fun of me for this. He asked me, and maybe his hands were kind of full. You know, I don't know, but he asked me to carry his umbrella. <laughs> and I literally <laughs> carried his umbrella across the yeah, we all pa- We all pamper Bob, that's for sure, man. <laughs> Hey, thank you for the call. I hope you enjoy the game uh, on Sunday. I assume you're not driving to Buffalo, are you? I, I'm not. I'll be enjoying it in, uh, in on my couch. All right, Ben. Thanks, man. All right, when we come back, let's just switch up for hockey a little bit, talking to Tyler Kennedy after the Penguins game last night. I thought it was, you know, there's good points, there's bad points. You know, you blow a big lead and you get a point. I think that's a bad point. You come back uh, from 3-1 after one period, 3-2 after two against uh, maybe the best team in the league. That's a good point. We'll talk to Tyler Kennedy about that before we get back into Steelers talk for just about the rest of the show. You found the Cook and Joe show minus Joe. I am really glad you're along for the ride. A lot of choices on your radio dial, and I am super thrilled that you have your radio tuned in to 93.7 The Fan.
Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.